Hello everyone, I'm Jim Kiris. Welcome to another episode of the Hamburgers and Hot Rods podcast. The title of today's show is Jack in the Box. Jack will speak to you. Continuing in our series on five of Southern California's pioneering drive through restaurant chains. In this episode, we feature the well-known regional San Diego born and based drive through restaurant chain, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box was founded in 1951 in San Diego by native San Diegan Robert Oscar Peterson. Today, Jack in the Box operates and franchises more than 2,200 restaurants in 21 states and on Guam, and is one of the nation's largest hamburger chains. Peterson already owned several successful restaurants when he opened Topsy's Drive-In, located at 6270 El Cajon Boulevard in San Diego in 1941 at the age of 25. Topsy's was a full-service restaurant which offered both dine-in and car hop service. Several more Topsy's were opened, and by the late 1940s, Peterson had developed a circus-like decor featuring drawings of a starry-eyed clown for each of his locations. During the 1940s, Peterson renamed his Topsy's Drive-In chain to Oscar's Drive-Ins. Peterson had grown his Oscar's Drive-In chain to 17 locations, with 12 located in the San Diego area and 5 in the Los Angeles area. In 1947, Peterson obtained the rights for a two-way intercom ordering concept from entrepreneur George Manos of Anchorage, Alaska. Mr. Manos developed his intercom ordering system for a restaurant which he owned named The Chatterbox, which was also located in Anchorage. The Chatterbox is the first known restaurant to use the intercom system developed by Manos for drive-up window service. In 1951, Peterson converted the El Cajon Boulevard Oscars Drive-In location into Jack in the Box, a hamburger stand focused on drive-through service. While the drive-through concept was not new, Jack in the Box innovated a two-way intercom system, the first major chain to use an intercom and the first to focus on drive-through window service. However, Harry Snyder, the owner of In-N-Out Burger in Baldwin Park, California, at the time a single location burger stand located about 90 miles north of Peterson's first jack-in-the-box restaurant, was already using his self-designed intercom system for In-N-Out, which he first placed into service in 1948 to serve his customers. For each of these innovative restaurant concepts, the intercom system allowed much faster service to be provided than a traditional drive-up window where the customer pulled up to the window and placed their order. With the intercom system, while one customer was being served at the window, a second and even a third customer's order could be taken and begin to be prepared. At Jack in the Box, a giant clown projected from the roof and a smaller clown head sat atop the intercom where a sign said, pull forward, Jack will speak to you. The Jack in the Box restaurant was conceived as a modern food machine designed by La Jolla, California master architect Russell Forrester. Quick service made the new location extremely popular and soon all of Oscar's locations were redesigned with the intercoms and rechristened as Jack in the Box restaurants. 
the fledgling new chain grew quickly over the next decade. In 1960, Peterson formed Foodmaker Incorporated as a holding company for jack-in-the-box restaurants. At this time, all jack-in-the-box locations, over 180, mainly in California and the Southwest, were company-owned. Location sites, food preparation, quality control, and the hiring and training of on-site managers and staff in each location were subject to rigorous screening and strict performance standards. In 1966, the 200th Jack in the Box restaurant opened. All of them were in California and the Southwest. After 27 years of the rigors of running a restaurant business, at age 52, in 1968, Peterson sold Foodmaker to Ralston Purina Company. In the 1970s, Foodmaker led the jack-in-the-box chain towards its most prolific growth. The company started running television commercials in the early 1970s, featuring child actor Rodney Allen Whippy, and began to franchise its locations. This led to continued growth for the business. The chain began to increasingly resemble its larger competitors, particularly industry giant McDonald's. However, in the latter part of the decade, Jack in the Box began to struggle. Its expansion into East Coast markets was cut back and then halted. By the end of the decade, company-owned Jack in the Box restaurants were sold in increasing numbers to franchisees. Around 1980, Foodmaker dramatically altered jack-in-the-box marketing strategy by literally blowing up the chain symbol, the jack-in-the-box, in television commercials with the tagline, the food is better at the box. Jack-in-the-box announced that it would no longer compete for McDonald's target customer base of families with young children. Instead, Foodmaker targeted older, more affluent yuppie customers with a higher quality, more upscale menu and a series of whimsical television commercials featuring Dan Gilbeson, who attempted to compare the new menu items to that of McDonald's and other fast food chains. Hence, there's no comparison, their slogan at the time, but it was to no avail. Jack-in-the-box restaurants were remodeled and redecorated with decorator pastel colors and hanging plants. The logo containing a clown's head in a red box with the company's name in red text to or below the box was modified stacking the words in a red diagonal box while still retaining the clown's head. On its buildings, jack-in-the-box signs in front of the chain's restaurants were changed to display just the clown's head without text. By about 1981 or 1982, the clown's head was removed from the logo, which would remain until 2009. Television advertising from about 1985 onward featured minimalistic music by a small chamber-like ensemble, specifically a distinctive seven-note plucked musical signature was utilized. The earliest jack-in-the-box menus were simple. In the mid-1960s, there were only 15 items, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, double patty bonus burgers, french fries, onion rings, shrimp, and chicken tacos, ice cream, hot apple turnovers, shakes, cola, orange soda, and root beer were all that was offered. In 1982, they added portable salads to the menu, a fast food industry first. The menu today is much more diverse, with 16 different burgers, chicken, fajitas, salads, chicken teriyaki bowls, an expansive breakfast menu, 
and snacks and sides, including egg rolls, mozzarella sticks, stuffed jalapenos, and curly fries. During this time, Jack in the Box introduced at least two new menu items per year, at a time when few fast food operations offered more than standard hamburgers. The new strategy worked and the chain's annual sales increased through the 1980s. Ralston Perina tried to further mature the restaurant's image, renaming it Monterey Jack's in late 1985. The name change proved to be a disaster and the Jack in the Box name was restored in early 1986. After 18 years, Ralston Perina decided in 1985 that Foodmaker was a non-core asset and sold it to management. By 1987, sales had reached 365 million. The chain boasted 897 restaurants and Foodmaker became a publicly traded company. In 1993, Jack in the Box suffered a major corporate crisis involving E. coli bacteria. In the incident, four children died and 600 others were reported sick after eating undercooked patties contaminated with the bacteria at a location in Tacoma, Washington and other parts of the Pacific Northwest. The chain was faced with several lawsuits, each of which were quickly settled but left the chain nearly bankrupt and losing customers. At the time of the incident, Washington state law required that hamburgers be cooked at an internal temperature of at least 155 degrees, the temperature necessary to kill E. coli bacteria. However, across the nation, the FDA requirement at the time was only 140 degrees, which was the temperature Jack in the Box cooked its hamburger patties at. Immediately following this event, Jack in the Box mandated that in all of its locations nationwide, their hamburgers would be cooked to at least 155 degrees. Jack in the Box also worked with food safety experts from manufacturing companies and created a comprehensive program to test for bacteria in each of its food products. The company overhauled its entire operation and hired Dave Thino, a microbiologist, to set new safety standards that have since been adopted across the industry, such as testing all of its beef for microbes. The restaurant rebounded in popularity in 1994 after a highly successful marketing campaign that featured fictitious Jack-in-the-Box chairman, Jack Character, formerly voiced by the campaign's creator, Dick Siddick who has a ping-pong ball-like head, a yellow clown cap, two blue eyes, a pointy black nose, and a linear red smile that changes with his emotions and is dressed in a business suit. Jack was reintroduced specifically to signal the new direction the company was taking to refocus and regroup after the 1993 E. coli disaster, which threatened the chain's very existence. In the original spots that debuted in fall of 1994, Jack, through the miracle of plastic surgery, he says as he confidently strides into the office building, reclaims his rightful role as founder and CEO, and appropriately, as revenge for being blown up in 1980, approaches the closed doors of the Jack in the Box boardroom, a fictionalized version shown while the aforementioned minimalist theme music from the 1980s jack-in-the-box commercials plays, activates a detonation device, and the boardroom explodes 
in a shower of smoke, wood, and paper. The spot ends with a close-up shot of a small white paper bag, presumably filled with jack-in-the-box food, dropping forcefully onto a table. The bag is printed with the words, Jack's Back, in bold red print. Then another bag drops down with the jack-in-the-box logo from that period. Later ads feature the food bag, showing the text item of the food item or offer the commercial is promoting. Both bags have featured text since 1998. The commercials in the Jack's Back campaign, which has won several advertising industry awards, tend to be lightly humorous and often involve Jack making business decisions or out in the field getting ideas for new menus. A prime parking space in front of the company's Kearney Mesa headquarters is marked Jack's Spot. The Jack's Back campaign, still in use today, is the longest ongoing advertising campaign in the fast food industry. In 1995, Jack in the Box gave away antenna balls resembling Jack's head at each of its restaurants as a promotion for the Sourdough Jack Burger. Since then, more than 32 million antenna balls have been given or sold to date. In 1996, during the real national presidential election, Jack launches his own unofficial national campaign and runs for president. He actually beat Bill Clinton in a virtual poll. In this year, the company grows to 1,000 restaurants. Although best known for its hamburgers, the most popular jack-in-the-box menu item is its taco, which the chain has sold since it opened its first drive through restaurant in the 1950s. As of 2017, the company sold $554 million a year, manufactured in three factories located in Texas and Kansas. What makes the taco unusual is that it is created with the meat and hard taco shell in the Texas and Kansas facilities, then frozen for transport and storage. At the restaurant, it is then deep fried, then prepared with lettuce, cheese, and mild taco sauce before serving. Besides tacos, other Americanized foods from ethnic cuisines that Jack in the Box offers includes egg rolls, breakfast burritos, and jalapeno poppers. New items come in on a rotation every three to four months, such as the Philly cheesesteak and the deli-style panitos, which were replaced by Jack's Ciabatta Burger and included in the original Ciabatta Burger and the bacon and cheese ciabatta. In November 2009, the company discontinued its popular ciabatta sandwiches and burgers. Jack in the Box also carries seasonal items such as pumpkin pie shakes, Oreo mint shakes, and eggnog shakes during the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday seasons. However, it takes anywhere from six months to two years for the company to add a new item to its menu. As many as two dozen different versions of a burger could be created before it is narrowed down and tested in focus groups. In some locations, local delicacies are a regular part of the menu. Locations in Hawaii, for example, include the panelo breakfast, which is a Portuguese sausage, eggs, and rice platter, and teriyaki chicken and rice bowl. In markets in the southern United States, the company offers biscuits and sweet tea. In Imperial County, California, some locations sell date shakes, reflecting the crop's ubiquity in the region's farms. 
Jack in the Box was the first major fast food restaurant chain to offer a breakfast sandwich on its menu. It added its breakfast sandwich to the menu in 1969. Renamed the Breakfast Jack in 1972, the popular menu item has been on the menu ever since. This item has always been available no matter what the time of day. Thus, Jack in the Box is the first fast food restaurant chain to offer a breakfast option throughout all day parts. The Bonus Jack hamburger was first released in 1970 and has been reintroduced to Jack in the Box menus at times throughout the years, still containing Jack's secret sauce that used to be on the Jumbo Jack and regular hamburgers and cheeseburgers until 1999. In 1971, Jack in the Box begins offering its now famous Jumbo Jack hamburger. Today, this burger is made with a 100% beef patty topped with hand leaf lettuce, tomato, pickles, chopped onions, ketchup, and real mayonnaise on a buttery baked bun. The burger originally came with Jack's secret sauce instead of ketchup, but in 1999, the sauce was replaced with ketchup. In 1983, Jack in the Box introduced its croissant breakfast sandwich line which included three breakfast sandwich options of either bacon, ham, or sausage, each served on long crescent rolls and accompanied with the customer's choice of meat and also included egg, American cheese, and mayo onion sauce. Later, the line was reconfigured to use a round croissant roll and the mayo onion sauce was discontinued for the sandwiches. At the time, the ham option was eliminated from the menu and replaced with the supreme croissant which was a combined ham and bacon offering, or customers could still order the sausage version of the popular breakfast sandwich. The Ultimate Cheeseburger was introduced in 1987, which at the time consisted of two beef patties, three different cheese-type slices, American, Swiss, and cheddar, and mayonnaise served on a sesame seed bun. In 2002, the popular burger was reconfigured and now consists of two jumbo patties, two cheese slices, American and Swiss, mayo onion sauce, ketchup, and mustard served on a jumbo bun. A version of the popular burger also comes with bacon. The Sourdough Jack, which uses two slices of grilled sourdough bread with a hamburger patty, has been around since 1997, although it was first introduced in 1991 as the Sourdough Grilled Burger. In 2009, Jack in the Box discontinued using its mayo onion sauce and substituted mayonnaise on most of the products that previously included its mayo onion sauce. In October 2016, the Brunchfast line of menu items were introduced. This line includes a bacon and egg chicken sandwich, blood orange fruit cooler, a brunch burger, cranberry orange muffins, homestyle potatoes, and a Southwest scrambler plate. In 2017, Jack in the Box becomes the first fast food restaurant to ink a deal with DoorDash, the now well-established third-party food delivery startup. In January of 2018, the Food Truck Series sandwiches were introduced. The new sandwich line includes three choices of either Asian fried chicken, pork belly BLT, or a prime rib cheesesteak sandwich. In November of 2018, Panitos were reintroduced for the first time since 2004, which now includes a choice of two offerings consisting of either a deli trio or turkey bacon. In 2019, the company did approximately $3.5 billion in annual sales throughout its system, 
Historically, 70% of the company's sales are realized from the company's robust drive-through business. The remaining 30% of jack-in-the-box sales comes from dine-in, takeout, or in later years, via digital platforms. On April 16, 2020, Jack-in-the-Box announced that Darren Harris has been appointed by the company's board of directors to serve as the company's next chief executive officer and will join the board of directors, both effective on the start of his employment no later than June 15, 2020. Mr. Harris takes over from Lenny Coma, the current CEO, who announced his intent to retire in December of 2019. Lenny Coma has served as Chief Executive Officer and Chairman of the Board of Directors of Jack in the Box since 2014. Mr. Coma's last day of employment will be effective upon Mr. Harris's start date, at which time Mr. Coma will also leave the Board of Directors. The company's board of directors has also elected David Gobel to serve as non-executive chairman of the board, effective when Mr. Harris begins employment with the company, to fulfill that role once Mr. Coma retires. As of April 2020, the company currently only directly runs 144, about 6%, of the system's 2,246 restaurants. The company's franchisees run the chain's remaining 2,102 locations, which represent about 94% of the system's restaurants. In the late 1940s, after the war, Robert Peterson, having owned 17 drive-in restaurants, was intuitive to see that his current restaurant model could be threatened as life in America began to change in the post-war era. He took a risk and radically changed his business plan. It paid off and he morphed his 17 location chain into an impressive 200 location restaurant system that he was able to sell in 1968 to retire and live his life from the profits of his sweat and hard labor over the years. That is our tale of Jack in the Box. We hope your time with us was enjoyable and you learned a little more about the Southern California drive through restaurant chain. Now, please pull forward. To share with us about the next episode, here is Sabrina. In our next episode, we will feature an Inland Empire homegrown local drive through chain, Riverside-based Baker's drive through Founded in San Bernardino in 1952, Baker's Drive-Thru is another early Southern California drive-thru chain that focuses on serving hot food fast with friendly service without its customers having to ever get out of their cars. Baker's is known for serving both American and Mexican quick service fare. It was the first fast food chain to roll out the concept of combining burgers with tacos and more. Still family owned and operated today, Baker's Drive-Thru continues to have a loyal customer base throughout the Inland Empire. Please join us next time as we tell the story of Baker's Drive-Thru on the next episode of the Hamburgers and Hot Rods podcast. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed your time with us today. You can visit us online at hamburgersandhotrods.com. 
There, you can check out our show notes, listen to our complete show library, or watch the YouTube video versions of each of our shows. You can also check out all of the various podcast platforms where our show can be heard. Until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you then.